the fastest path to manifesting your dreams is through taking actions that support them. So today I'm going to share four questions that will not only help you walk the path and manifest your wildest, kinkiest dreams, but to become the path entirely. I'm Heath Armstrong. This is Never Stop Peaking. It's depressing like a dimple on your butt. If you behave, you'll get a nickel you can spend on stuff. And in time, you'll get a dime if you impress your boss. So you can buy some more stuff just to numb your thoughts. You've been a space-driven higgity hunk of me since birth. Flying through the universe on a rock called Earth. Composed of stardust with an emotional gut. While you letting conformity slam you up the butt. You're not one fucks, two fucks, red fucks, blue fucks. You can play duck hunt and wait around for luck. Or you can rent a big truck and drive your vision. Build a palace to the moon your schmuck friends piss their pants Get up and dance, rocket ship that booty Take a chance for your freedom, miggity milk that booby Cause when the fear attacks, it tries to crack What you're thinking? Fuck no, you'll never stop peeking A skidamarinkity-dinkity-dink A skidamarinkity-doo-hoo are listening to Never Stop Peeking I am... Heath Armstrong. Um, I'm currently sitting in the jungle of Mexico, so if you hear the birds or the uh, the jaguars roaring, then that's why. I also don't have my pop filter on my mic, so I apologize ahead of time for the that you might hear. But it's all beautiful. It's all good. It's wild to connect from such an exotic place. It's been a cool week that I've been here so far. And this is why I talk about how important exploration is and turning over new leaves and opening new doors that always lead to new crazy doors that always lead to new crazy doors with maybe a strange man holding something very uncomfortable that might go into your two hole without you knowing it. But generally, you don't get to a situation like that, but instead you find things like your dreams that have been hiding so slightly behind the next doorframe or your new best friends that you may have never met if you didn't take that trip. Every time I go anywhere, these types of things happen um, and they change your life forever. Not necessarily the man with the thing, but that, you know, that is a possibility. Also, I have a friend named Chase, who I think pursues those types of situations more so than I. But yeah, it's it's mesmerizing to be out here with the colors, the sounds, um, and the beauties and the beasts that are all around me. Birds, scorpions, iguanas. There's a fucking, we were walking down the street the other day, and there was an, like I heard this massive thump sounded like a car wreck, but I didn't see any cars like hit each other. And I heard a couple people scream, didn't know what they were screaming about. And then I looked like three feet to my left and this, you know, five foot, probably four, four foot iguana had jumped from the tree onto the top of the golf cart. Uh, people drive golf carts all around the town here. Cause it's easier with the roads and the way that the cars are, uh, this fucking iguana just like soared out of like a, I don't know, 15 foot high tree onto this cart <laughs> so birdies scorpions you know iguanas jaguars 
and then you, you know, also you. Because inside of you, there is a beauty. And there's also a beast. And, and your beauty is hungry for compassion and peace and love and humility, and creativity, moderation, kindness. Then if we go to the flip side, we look at the beast. You know, your beast is not so much hungry, but, but starving because it's more aggressive. Your beast is starving for jealousy and arrogance and ego, comparison and resistance and addiction and greed. Greed. Now that's a big one. Selfishness. So what happens if you, if you focus on feeding your beauty and not your beast? What happens internally? What happens as an outward manifestation externally feeding your beauty is what fuels your life force energy so life force energy or chi it's it's what distinguishes you from the dead really it's what gives you life it's the energy that runs through you and and, and grants you this experience this life force energy is absorbed mainly through your breath this is how we replenish ourselves with it by breathing through the nostrils. And it flows through thousands of energy channels, um, which are called nadi, and your chakras. So your chakras are the energy centers in your body. Life force energy feels incredible. It's your light. It's your, your high vibes, your, your happiest health. It, it's what fuels you to be more creative, to explore more. And it also fuels sort of that kundalini that we're all working towards, to this expansion of ourselves, this inner fire. So when your life force energy is pumping, you really become the best version of you. And that version of you is the one that is capable of manifesting your dreams. So take a moment to think a little bit about how you are currently generating and spending your life force energy what are the things that you are doing to bring in more life force energy and then are you optimizing are you holding this life force energy are you using it as fuel for creativity are you putting it into good things or are you draining it into toxic things are you giving it all to other people are you giving it to your television are you giving it to unhealthy places in life, which again will not create the best version of yourself that is capable of manifesting your dreams. So, the point of this particular episode is to share four questions that I've come up with at, that can be used as parameters for manifesting your highest good. So, I'm going to play a little tune and then we'll jump back into this. And I just want to talk about these four questions and how you can use them. Uh, to set yourself up for long-term success, no matter what, no matter if you walk into the jungle and you see the beautiful flowers or you walk through the door and see the man holding the strange pineapple that he wants to place in your two-hole. Okay. Transmitter, wire and tire, sister, transmitter.
All right, so f- four questions for manifesting your highest good, the life force energy, the good vibes surrounding you more often. Um, like choices create space for hesitation and, and resistance gremlins to sneak in. This is, this is just the thought of like when you have to make a choice. I think back to an example of when I was really drinking entirely too much in life (laughs) extreme alcoholism you could call it and it was always like this choice of disappointing people and myself of like are we going to go out and have fun tonight and if I say no and I'm going to stay in and like try to find ways to fill my head in a place where I would normally be using that as a vice to numb it then I have the choice and if I make the choice either way to go it's my fault for feeling like shit. And then if I make the choice not to go, I'm sort of disappointing the world that I know so much around me. And that brings on like a guilt or a shame, which is not at all what's actually happening. Um, if you remove choices from your life, then you close the door on allowing these beasts of, of resistance and shame and guilt and hesitation to come in. So instead of making choices that allow room for errors created this set of questions that can be used as parameters with every single thing that I'm contemplating in life moving forward. And these questions are what support you becoming your highest self or me becoming my highest self in this particular situation, but they can be used for anyone. So for you, I want you to ask yourself, no matter what you're contemplating, these four, these four things. So you could be in a position where you're maybe making a a major life transition You could be thinking that you might want to go hang out with some new people somewhere. You might want to start a new pottery class, like whatever it is that you're contemplating, leaving your job, leaving a relationship. Ask yourself these four things. Number one, and probably the hierarchy, like this is why I put it first, is because if, if you don't get past this question, then there's no reason to be doing it at all. Number one, will this feed or destroy my life force energy? It's a big question. Is this going to feed your life force energy, all of the supportive stuff, all of the good feelings, the good vibes, the happiest health, the highest version of you? Or will it destroy it? Will it drain it? Will it make you feel like you do after you watch you know, eight hours of television or after you eat an entire tub of ice cream while, eat, <laughs> while watching eight hours of television? Okay, the second question is, am I excited about this? It's also incredibly important because if something does feed your life for a synergy, but you're not excited about it, then there's something else out there that feeds your life force energy that you are excited about that would be more of a benefit to you. If you're not excited about it, then sure, there are some cases where it's still worth doing. You know, Maybe you're not so excited about exercising, but sometimes when you get into it, you become more excited later and then you're really excited that you've been doing it. So the excitement doesn't always show up right at the beginning, but it's something that you need to keep recentering on. Are you excited about this? If you're not excited about it also ever, it will never carry you the place you need to go to become the highest version of yourself because you need that passion. You need that excitement. That's what will really fuel you to do brilliant 
things that you never thought were possible. When you do stuff that you love so much that nothing can stand in your way. So the third question is, does it support my short-term and long-term visions? So when you think of your life and the way that you I, you sort of create this vision of, of your core values and who you want to become, what is the best version of you? What are you doing? Who are you around? Who are you playing with? Who are you creating with? What are you playing with? What are you creating? How are you supporting yourself? Does this thing that you are contemplating support you moving towards those short-term and long-term visions? So again, is it feeding or destroying your life force energy? Are you excited about it? Does it support your short-term and long-term visions? And the fourth question is, what will be the fruit of this labor? And is that fruit worth it? So there's all these situations where you have multiple things that, you know, we have infinite paths that we can take and some of them have one type of fruit. Some of them have other fruits. Some of them have no fruits. You might be excited about all of them, but what is the fruit of this labor? What is, what are you going to get back out of this? And is it better than something else you're considering that has a fruit that you don't like so much or that has no fruit at all? Because a lot of times, you know, that, that high-hanging fruit, it's worth more time and effort and, and creativity and patience than the low-hanging stuff. So the low-hanging fruit can't sustain you forever, and it's not always going to be there. But to become the greatest version of yourself, you have to make changes because you cannot become that person that you've always wanted to by being who you've always been and doing what you've always done. So will this feed my life force energy? Will it destroy it? To the latter side. Am I excited about this? Does it support my short-term and long-term visions? And what will be the fruit of this labor? Is it worth it? So if all of these answers are positive and you've chosen the path that seems the most clear with the highest fruit, then the pursuit that you were considering, it's going to help manifest your highest good because they're all in support of your highest good. And the only way from point A to point B is a straight line. These are the parameters that keep you on that straight line. But if you answer no to any of these questions, you need to bail immediately. It's kind of like hell yes or no. If you get through these four questions, that's your hell yes. If not, bail because it's low-hanging fruit or it's not supporting your life force energy or you're not excited about it. So one exciting thing about this is that you, you no longer have to choose. There won't be any more, more guilt because you are setting a parameter for yourself that is going to support your highest good. So never again will you find yourself slamming booze with friends and pounding triple bacon cheeseburgers until you have a nice, wet, explosive diarrhea all over the back of your toilet seat because this activity is never going to pass through this set of parameters. Unless, of course that kind of thing like turns you on or something and you're like yes it does support my life force energy to spray poo all over this seat but I highly doubt that um, don't lie to yourself use these parameters truly don't give yourself excuses to take low hanging fruit if you use these four filters 
for everything that you were contemplating and about to do, it's going to be amazing how much you can rise from a place of uncertainty and doubt to vibing really, really well with this better version of you. You're going to make mistakes along the way. Of course, you're going to forget. You're not going to use the parameters at first. You're going to fuck up. You're going to, you know, hit the ketamine nozzle spray thing when some stranger hands it to you and then end up in a time warp for an hour thinking, how the fuck did I get here? But these little things, you know, they they help you remember for the next time to keep walking the path. So the fastest path to manifesting your dreams is with actions that support your dreams. These questions will not only help you walk that path, but they will help you become the path entirely. So may the force be with you. You could go to heatharmstrong.com, click articles to check out this around the life force energy and get these four questions. Um, I have a quote for you today as well. And this one's from Christopher Killam. Dude's epic author. My girlfriend has introduced me to him. I've been doing this thing called the five Tibetans, which is incredible. Very quick movements for the spine in the morning. Uh, But this is something from the book, the five Tibetans. And it's each atomic particle of your being is suspended in space and is dancing around other atomic particles at a rapid rate. Becoming lighter is not a matter of being less heavy, but of actually assimilating more light into yourself. Through consistent breathing practices or meditation or movement, and I can add in like anything that fuels your life force energy, you draw this pure white light into your energy system literally lighting up your chakras. So that's the idea. That's the imagery. Becoming lighter is not a matter of being less heavy, but of actually assimilating more light into yourself. So my, my challenge for you today, which isn't really a challenge, it's, it's a fun craft. Uh, get out a large piece of paper or, or a craft board or a piece of wood or, you know, your tattoo gun and write these four questions in in a way that is visually stimulating to you in an artsy way, in a creative way, somewhere important. And then make sure you're seeing this every single day. Put it in multiple places if you can. Put it on your fridge, put it on your bathroom mirror, put it on your forearm with your tattoo gun. Uh, begin living with within these parameters that will undoubtedly support your highest wildest dreams and the idea of this is to just start feeding your beauty and quit feeding your beast and in that lifestyle life force energy will be inbound so thank you for listening to never stop peaking i am heath armstrong you can check out all of the other posts on heatharmstrong.com ragecreate.com for all the cool affirmation decks that we make And until next time, ta-ta!
There's a place called space and it's got the magic There's a place called space and it's got the balls There's a place called space and it's got the passion There's a place called space where we can smash the walls There's a place called space where we'll face fuck conformity And the chatter of incompetence is slaughtered at birth In this place called space we'll build a factory of smiles That will assemble with our minds and sell to earth